The marching arts are all about the performers, their passion, dedication, and artistry. I'm Steve McCarrick, and on this episode of On a Water Break, we're excited to speak with Kaya Rowe, a talented member of Onyx, one of the most artistic units in WGI. Kaya, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Thanks so much. Yeah, totally. Uh, I feel like I don't talk to enough color guard people, so it's, I'm glad to get you in. Um, but we can start it off with just a quick introduction. Usually what we do is like your life story in 32 counts. So I'll start a met. It'll give you like four slow counts and then you're in. Sounds good? Oh, God. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's exactly as much time as you need. But here we go. Oh, gosh. Okay. So uh, I'm from Virginia. Uh, right now I live in Dayton. This metronome is like making me sweaty. I'm not even going to lie. Um, <laughs> I started as a dancer. Um, and then from there, I did color guard all throughout my high school career. Uh, from there, I did Stonewall Independent in 2016 and 2017, and which was an open class group. Uh, they turned into George Mason University Winter Guard in 2018. Um, I marched Carolina Crown. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can finish though. You okay, finish. cool. <laughs> um, yes. Um, let's see. I marched Carolina Crown in 17, 18, and 19. I was captain in 2019. Um, I marched Rhythm X in 2020. And I marched Onyx in 2019. Uh, and then in 2022 and 2023. Yeah, wow. That is a very long marching career. <laughs> yeah, 32 um. counts is not enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Was it always your goal to wind up at Onyx, or how'd you end up there? Um, I don't know if it was always my goal to end up at Onyx. I think yes. Um, Michael Lentz actually designed the shows at Stonewall Independent when I was there, and he still does. He still designs um, the shows at George Mason University. Um, so okay. ever since I've been in independent color guard um mike has always been involved in the programs that i've been involved in so it seemed like a no-brainer to eventually end up at onyx yeah that makes sense i do think like oftentimes you kind of just get like carried along a path of the people yeah. that you learn from so like that I, that totally you kind of just went as far as you could take that ball um but You've marched then, I guess, in Rhythm X, where we marched together. We also aged yeah. out at Crown together. Um, but you've marched at Rhythm X, so you, you're kind of done percussion at the top end, and you've done color guard at the top yeah. end of the activity. Are there any, like, big similarities or big differences that you noticed from your two experiences? Um... I mean, obviously, the biggest difference is the component of live music. I thought, honestly, Marching Rhythm mm -hmm. X was probably the most similar to Marching Drum Corps that you could get in an indoor setting. Um, and because of the live huh. music aspect, it's a lot different than in Color Guard, where your, your music is just playing over the speaker. And um, sometimes if the crowd is too loud, you can't hear <laughs> your music, which sometimes it's really difficult right yeah i but didn't consider that like at all. yeah marching rhythm x it, it it was definitely really different uh performance wise because it was easier to pull from like the energy on the floor because the music was happening on the floor with you okay yeah that is interesting and i guess like the impression i get of 
color guard and especially like a group like onyx is that i think there's way more artistic like intention going on and maybe more complex like types of things that you're trying to get the audience yeah, to feel sure. so i, I feel like it, you kind of get to just go run through it like drum corps for a, a percussion group when you have to do a lot more uh you're a lot more exposed in color guard but anyway we've talked about your show a lot this season already on the oh, podcast really? actually um <laughs> you, yeah we did we had a we had on a, a guest from canada who really loved onyx and specifically your show this year um so i think we all watched it and we've we've uh, talked about it a little bit but could you catch listeners up and maybe explain the concept and how you bring yeah, it all to life for sure tarantella um that's onyx in 2023 that's our show uh a lot of people get hung up on the aspect of oh my gosh this show is for sure about spiders which sure yeah tarantella that is you know tarantula <laughs> yes but um what the show is really about i don't know if it's like really a legend or more of like a saying but i guess there is some thing out there that's kind of like this person gets bit by a spider and you either dance so hard that you dance the venom out or you dance until you die and that's kind of like the concept hmm. behind the show okay yeah that's that's interesting and then i i i thought it was really cool it seems like you do a lot of unique choreography that kind of pertains into that like spider idea um what kind of like things do you do to bring to life the idea of like a spider in color guard uh there's a lot of <sighs> see in the show there's a lot of the dancers they will pile on top of each other so that it looks like their arms and legs are like the eight legs of mm. the spider we do a lot of um crawling around and then also yeah. to get more of the imagery imagery of going crazy um like there is that um, part in the show we all go to the back of the floor and we're in a group together and we all just like kind of twitch <laughs> we're like literally just going crazy before this mm -hmm. like little dance break that we have yeah and i think i see that too it seems like sometimes people are portraying that like uh deadly like chaotic element and, and other times people are portraying like the artistic like dance um the toxic type of element of the yeah. show that you bring together um that's pretty pretty interesting. Uh, we definitely already liked it a lot every time we were watching, but I don't think I, I knew it quite as well. If you were to look and think about like Onyx as a whole, maybe not just this year, what do you think makes like Onyx unique? Oh, man. Yeah, Onyx is definitely, I would say Onyx is different from any other organization I've ever been a part of, like, period. Um, the first time I saw Onyx was mm -hmm. actually in 2017 at the Pittsburgh Regional. Uh, if you haven't seen that show, it's called Bizarre Bizarre. Um, that is the show that, like, made me want to march okay. Onyx. And um, the thing about that show and the thing about Onyx in general and really what it is that makes them so new, unique is that they're always just going to do whatever they want. Onyx is always just going to be Onyx and do whatever Onyx wants right. to do. And then they kind of just put it in a competitive space. So um, they always have these little Easter eggs in their shows. Like in 2019, um, there was somebody who just pulled out a pack of gum at the front of the floor and just like shoved a whole pack of gum in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it was 
is just chewing gum on the floor. <laughs> it's like modern art in Norgard um, in some way. Yeah, Abstract it really is. Um, yeah, that show, Shelter in Place, was about a storm. And the, the whole concept behind that, like, aside from just being just a little fun thing that they put in the show, but the concept behind it was, you know, when you're sheltering in a storm, there's all these different types of people there. And that was portraying like the nervous chewer. Okay. That makes sense then. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there's always little Easter eggs like that. <laughs> I like it out of context too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to take like an action shot right then. And, uh, <laughs> Yes. So there is that. And then um, also in 2019, there was um, a performer at the end of the show who ended up taking his uniform off. And uh, we had an extra uniform that year and we ended up just like hanging it on one of our two by fours. And it was supposed to be like the storm blew his uniform off and it was just stuck in a tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a lot of things like that. How does the show actually like come together? Because at least to make a comparison in percussion, some groups know exactly what they want to do and they try to do it early and they try to get it clean. Other groups spend like a long time designing and redesigning and redesigning. Like how does the show come together at Onyx? Uh, it's definitely uh, design and then redesign. The show is always evolving and we're going to get changes even all the way up to the end. Right. Um, but Mike likes to tell us that, um, in a sense, the cast kind of picks the show. Mm -hmm. Um, so he has like a list of ideas, I guess that he, that he just has in his arsenal. And then depending on the cast and the personality of the cast or the different ranges of, um, talent for that year can kind of swayed which show it is he wants to do that year. That's pretty cool. And it, it gives like credence to the idea that it is all like member based and performer based out there that like, mm -hmm. it really is just what the members are going to put together each year. They're just guided. Anyway, we're going to pop over to a commercial break now, but stick around. We got more good content with Kaya around the corner. Let's go set it up. Top of the show. Hey everyone, this is Jackie, one of your hosts from the On A Water Break podcast. We know you are getting excited about WTI World Championships coming up soon, and we are too. So make sure you tune in to our special predictions episodes coming up this week. And we'll see you at the show. Hey, this is Christine Ream and Chris Green. Guard Closet was founded as a consignment business in 2000. Since then, it has grown to include winter guard, band, percussion, and other genres. We can help you with custom flag and costuming designs. Our consignment inventory has plenty of great looks for your color guard, drumline, and marching band. Pay it forward. When you purchase consignment, you help other programs. Last year, we sold over 400 sets of consignments and returned over $125,000 in payments to our consigners for their sales. Additionally, Guard Closet offers custom and pre-designed costumes, flags, floors, and formal wear, full or partial show writing, educational programming, and other services. Max out your rehearsal time and set up a microsite for easy student ordering for shoes, gloves, and other equipment. The Guard Closet team is here to help you get everything you want and need for your season. Check us out at guardcloset.com and follow us on social media. 
everyone, it's Tim Hinton, the Beast of the Marching Arts, here from the Marching Roundtable Podcast. i got to tell you, this week's podcast, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's called Trusting Your Gut in the Creative Process. Jessica Slaybaugh talks with Zachary Barber, and they do it in the context of creating a winter guard show, but it's all about kind of figuring out if things are going well when you're putting your show together, when to know when to pivot, maybe make some changes. I think you'll enjoy that conversation. Next week on Monday, April 10th, Matt James is here as part of our series on three things I wish I'd known when I first started teaching. Matt James, of course, was the director of bands at Lawrence Central High School and had those wonderful shows and wonderful bands for so many years. I'm sure that you'll be interested in hearing what he has to say, advice for you as you're doing your own teaching, especially if maybe you're early in your career. And then the week after, on Monday, April 17th, well, I gotta tell you, you can't always have a great podcast. I had a hard time finding a guest, so I'm going to be talking with this group from this new podcast called On a Water Break. You know, it may not be our best episode ever, but I think you'll enjoy hearing from uh, some of the hosts. They seem to have thousands of them, but anyway, some of the hosts are on that to talk about how they put the podcast together and the lessons they've learned as they've started the process. So make a note, April 17th, a group from On the Water Break. And enjoy the podcast we have out now. And remember, you can find over 1,100 podcasts at our website at marchingroundtable.com. Hope that you'll go and listen and learn. Kaya, on this show every week, we do a little segment. It's called March Teach Cut. Um, Basically, the the way we would start it off, if you could march in any show ever, which show would it be? Uh, Definitely Onyx 2017, Bizarre Bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That makes sense. We, I feel like you don't even got to explain it. We already kind of explained that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. You could design any show that's not Onyx 2017, Bizarre Bizarre. Which show would it be? Um. Oh, man. Probably, I would say West Broward High School in 2018. Ooh. They did that, um, that Macklemore song, Downtown. That show was really good. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard of that just being a percussion guy. I'll have to go check that out after. You said Broward High School? West Broward High School, yeah. In West 2018, Broward it was really cool. It was like a urban setting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very high energy, and it was like, I watched the show live because I don't, I don't really watch um, like videos of Color Guard, so these are all shows that yeah. I've seen live. But um, yeah, I remember just sitting in the in the finals audience because i was in open class that year and just being like oh my gosh i cannot believe that these kids are in high school (laughs) yeah i actually went to wgi color guard for the first time last year since i was in dayton and like Uh i was shocked i've never seen that ever in my life until then and it was like crazy especially with some of the texas high schools put together i was Mm -hmm. like blown away um it's definitely a different ball game from percussion finals yeah there's i think there's like more competitive um groups in color guard and and just more ensembles period it's like hard to make finals in the first place um Mm -hmm. if you had to cut a show from history what would it be oh man (laughs) cut a show from history that sounds so harsh uh i don't know i feel like (laughs) it's usually the hardest of the three in Man, oh man, in 2016, Blessed Sacrament did a show called Symbolism, uh-huh. which um, I don't know, maybe you might you might be interested in too, but they um, 
had a bunch of symbols on the floor, like actual like boom crash symbols. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like hitting them throughout the show and they, they like moved them around and um the percussive aspect of those symbols was part of the show and I don't necessarily think that I would cut it from existence but I think the concept of either being a member in that show or teaching that show like with the added risk and responsibility mm -hmm. of not only, you know, doing your choreography or Corey or being a choreographer um, and having all of the responsibilities of being a member on the floor and then also having to hit the symbol at the right time or not knock it over. I feel like that would just be super stressful for me, at least. Yeah, it kind of sounds like designing a percussion show and like asking for five to ten color guard people to come out and giving yeah. all of the members of the drumline rifles that they still have in their base <laughs> three years later. Yeah. Not a... <laughs> Not a great idea, um, but word. Um, and then to wrap up, if our listeners wanted to find a video of you performing, what do you think is like a good video they could go look up? Um, I mean, really any uh, any video from Carolina Crown 17, 18, or 19, or mm -hmm. um, Onyx in 2019 that you might be able to find on YouTube that may or may not be a, a multicam that may or may not exist out there. Um, <laughs> those are good ones. <laughs> um, um, Carolina Crown in 2019, they did, uh, Emily and Laurel put together a practice the way you perform video um, mm -hmm. that I think was on their Facebook page. That one was, I thought was a nice video that kind of shows um, it like cut between a rehearsal video and that point in the show. And it was, um, I thought really oh, well yeah, produced. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Shout out Emily and Laurel. They were the, they were the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, for real. In 2019 also, I was in the WGI montage, which was really lit because, um, Stonewall independent never made it on the montage. And then the first time I, I marched, um, independent world, I was in the montage because <laughs> I was the girl with the flag in the hair. Yeah, you were like standing on the shoulders of giants before you, just reaping all of the uh, benefit of that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right person, right time. Um, and going bald. <laughs> <laughs> word. Well, what's your social media? That way our listeners could follow you. Um, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. Uh, I'm just on Instagram. You can find me at Kaya the Roaster. That's K-A-I-A -A underscore the T-H-E and underscore Roaster, R-O-A-S-T-E-R. Great. Well, Kaya, thank you for coming on. Uh, I'm sure a lot of folks involved with the show and folks listening will come watch you in a week or so, give or take, uh, and good luck at finals. Thanks. Well, that wraps up our last Color Guard Spotlight for WGI Finals 2023. Thank you, Kaya, and thank you all for listening. If you enjoy the show, please share it with a friend, follow us on Spotify or Apple Music, and reach out to us on social media. Maybe we'll feature you soon on an episode of Performer Spotlight. See you in Dayton.